Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Labs podcast. I am your host, Rosh Sillers. It's great to have you here. This podcast is all about supporting you to grow your YouTube channel, and it's hosted at thetubelog.com, where you will find more articles as well as video educators that you might want to check out and podcasts, yes, other podcasts that could support you with your channel. So definitely check out thetubelog.com to find more information to support the growth of your YouTube channel. Now, every other week, I have a guest, and last week was no exception. We had an excellent guest. Brian G. Johnson. He shared some excellent insights in his history in terms of growing his YouTube channel. Next week, we have Jeremy Vest, and we're going to talk about thumbnails, which is really important, especially if you want to be successful with our current subject today, which is suggested videos. How do you get your videos in suggested videos? In other words, how do you help YouTube or encourage YouTube to promote your videos. But before we get into that valuable topic, let's talk about what's happening around YouTube. The first topic is rather quick. That is for you Android users, which I am one of. Android users with Android 10, and I'm assuming moving forward, will have YouTube Music as a default. A nice new feature which was released by YouTube is rolled out, I think pretty much rolled out to everyone. I see it on my channels. And that is the ability to filter comments. When you go to comments, you'll see filter above and you click on that area and you can search comments. You can search for comments that contain questions so you can answer the questions that are in your comments. Now this is really helpful especially for YouTube creators that have a lot of comments on every single video. Not every single comment needs to re be replied to, although it is a good practice. It's certainly a best practice to comment and respond to as many as possible. But the, the comments in which there are questions attached, those are even more important because somebody's trying to engage with you. You can also base it off of subscriber status. In other words, is somebody subscribed to you? Do you want to comment to the people who have actually subscribed to your channel first? And channel member status, if you have the opportunity to have people become members of your channel. Subscriber count is another one. Do you want to focus in on the people who have high subscriber counts? In other words, build relationships with people who also have influence. This is something to consider. I most certainly wouldn't recommend that you base who you comment to on subscriber count, but sometimes it's important to make sure that maybe those people with a lot of influence are not ignored because they could be very helpful down the road. There's also an option for response status. In other words, have you responded or not. When you select one of the comment filtering options, there'll be a pop-up which will give you additional options. For example, when you click on subscriber status, you'll have the option to see people who are subscribed to me or not subscribed to me. When you click on subscriber count, you'll be able to see comments from people who have 
more or less than 100 subscribers, 1,000, 10,000, 100,000, million, or 10 million subscribers. For those of you who have TubeBuddy installed, you will find this rather familiar because these are options within TubeBuddy in a different format, but for the most part are there. And plus TubeBuddy does have a few more options, such as singling out comments in which you've hearted. This is convenient when you have a lot of comments because you can go through and heart the ones that you really like, and then you can go back and comment further later. I know some of you were concerned that the verification badges were going away, and there was a lot of confusion around how this was going down. Well, it seems like YouTube has backtracked a little bit, has heard the response, and I guess everything for now remains the same. I believe there's going to be some adjustments down the road, but they've taken a step back. If you have a badge right now saying, hey, you're official, that is not going anywhere, but there may be some changes down the road. We'll keep our ear open to see what might happen next. Lastly, there have been some rumblings about the YouTube algorithm, some adjustments lately, and these adjustments have to do with suggested videos as well as evergreen content. And at this point, I don't have a specific answer related to what is going on. Other than maybe you have noticed and know you're not going crazy, there are some adjustments. But here's the thing, some videos are being suggested. That hasn't gone away, so who's getting suggested when, how, I mean, are they looking for more fresher content? Is evergreen content not being shown as much? These are little tidbits that we'll have to get down the road as some of the pros who are really looking into this on a deeper level, they will most certainly let us know as much as they can as we get more information and figure this out. People like Daryl Eves and Matt Gillen, I'm sure will have videos coming in the near future. So let's start diving a little deeper into our topic of the day, which is suggested videos. Getting our videos suggested by YouTube. Yes, search is very important, and search can lead to more suggested videos down the line. And if you're a smaller YouTube channel, you very well may want to focus on search because you can't get suggested very well if people haven't watched your videos, if YouTube doesn't have any data on who to serve your videos to. However, if you want to get into the big time, you need to have suggestible videos, videos that YouTube knows it can suggest to similar audiences. And this is why it's so important to understand who your audience is. Who is your video? Who is your channel for? Because once you understand this, you can help YouTube by attracting the right audience. And when people are watching one video and then watch another video and they like that video also, that means that there is less risk. There's more opportunity for YouTube to suggest more of your videos. Now let's take a step back. When you first release a video, there are notifications sent out to the people who have clicked on the bell notification. There is actually 
a kind of a joke out there that the subscriber button doesn't mean anything. The real subscribe button is the bell notification because they've messed up the real subscribe button a few years back. So real subscribers hit the bell notification so they will be notified when you upload a new video. So a portion of the people who are interested in your videos and subscribe will be notified. And at what level really depends on their settings. Do they want to receive an email? I receive an email from people who have uploaded a video through YouTube. There are also notifications under the bell icon on your YouTube page and so forth. So people are notified. Another way in which people are notified when you have a new video, especially in those first seven days, is that YouTube will put your video thumbnail in front of them on their homepage, especially if they have watched recent videos. These are referred to as browse features. Browse features are also considered your subscription feed, watch later, or watch history. For the most part, people who watch your videos through notifications and browse features are your current fans. And you may notice a regular number of people who watch via browse features. Now that number certainly can go up because YouTube is only going to show your videos to people who have watched your videos recently. And if they have not watched your videos over a period of time, they're going to show less and less of your videos and show more and more of the videos that those people have watched. However, if a core number of your base fans watch your videos, in other words, the signals are really high. There is a high click-through rate from your core fans and people are watching that video. All of the signals are kicking in. YouTube will actually show more of your videos to people who have watched your videos in the past and liked your videos. So in other words, YouTube will expand out that core circle. Maybe it's the top 5% of the people who've been watching your videos. Maybe it has nothing to do with the percentage, but possibly the people who've watched your videos in the last 24 hours, or it could be a combination thereof as well as other signals. Whatever the case, once YouTube sees certain signals triggered by that core group, then YouTube will expand that group. Often that group are the people who have enjoyed your videos in the past and they keep expanding, but then eventually more and more people will start to see your videos via what is referred to as suggested. Suggested can go well beyond your core community because once YouTube understands the profile, who might like this video, then YouTube will take the risk and suggest your video to people who fit a specific profile. And if that works out, then they'll suggest it to more and more people. The number one thing you can do is have an excellent headline and thumbnail which will encourage people to click. That click these days seems to be more important than anything. Yes, you want people to continue to watch and we are going to talk more about how we can get more suggested views. But for the most part, it's going to start with your core audience and build out from there.
Suggested videos are the videos that show alongside of the video or immediately after the video. You know when you see that grid of videos after a video has been played? Well, that is suggested. Or when you look alongside or underneath additional videos that YouTube is recommending or suggesting. Those are the suggested videos. And that audience is, again, well beyond your core audience or anybody who has ever seen one of your YouTube videos. The suggested videos literally could go to anyone on YouTube. Obviously, YouTube is going to suggest your video to people they think will appreciate it as a next video to a video they have just seen or as part of a series of videos that they have noticed that people are watching. For example, if a person out in YouTube land starts getting into automotive videos, maybe racing videos, and you have a racing video, well, over time, YouTube is going to serve up a number of other racing videos and yours, if it's beating out the competition, especially as it comes to click-through rate, you're going to have the opportunity to be the next video for that viewer. One of the best ways to really understand the suggested algorithm, and yes, there are multiple algorithms within YouTube, and suggested is one of them. And the best way that I know to really understand, to get a feel of how the suggested algorithm works is to actually look at what it's suggesting to you. What are the videos being suggested to you? Chances are they're related to videos that you've recently watched or a theme. So you may see other videos from a channel that you were watching or binge watched. And here's the thing. The deeper you go down into a specific channel, the more videos that will be surfaced to you from that channel. However, if you're going from channel to channel to channel and there's a theme such as a person, for example, recently I got very involved in watching specific comics, especially old school comics, you know, looking at old Johnny Carson and old uh, Don Rickles. I mean, just a lot of old school Comedians such as Rodney Dangerfield. And what I've noticed is that there are a lot more videos being suggested to me about those people, not necessarily from the same channels. However, the channels in which I tend to find most interesting, in other words, they have a great headline and thumbnail that sucks me back in, then in that situation, they will default to the channel which I seem to be most engaged with first. So take a look. See how YouTube is suggesting videos to you and really just pay attention and absorb what is happening. Don't just accept the next video. Think about why is YouTube suggesting these videos to me. Think strategically like YouTube is doing. YouTube is looking for the patterns. Do you like to watch politics? Do you like to get involved in conspiracy theories or nature or whatever it may be? And YouTube is trying to figure out what is the next video this person would like to watch. And believe it or not, what people like to watch is different in the morning than quite often in the evening. But maybe for you, it's the same all day long. Well, YouTube wants to figure that out. And maybe you watch certain types of videos 
on your phone and other types on a TV, a smart TV at home. And YouTube wants to understand that too. And so YouTube will serve up different types, suggest different videos based on your habits alone, which just talking about that seems pretty complex as it is. Just you, me, we're complex trying to figure out what we want. Now imagine two billion people every single month watching YouTube and YouTube having to figure out for all two billion, what is the next video they want to watch? So now that you understand that and you're thinking about that, now we're thinking about how are we going to get in those suggestive videos? Well, we need to think back onto, okay, what are some of the things that people will want to be served? Well, we do know that if somebody watches more than one of your videos, if they watch one video, that's great, and you very well may be suggested again if it's relevant, but if they watch two videos or more, you know what, that's telling YouTube not only do they like the topic, but they also like that channel and the way the information or the comedy or whatever it may be, documentary, is presented. Again, this is why looking at your channel is one big playlist of topics that can go from one to another to another. So people binge. If people are watching multiple, multiple of your videos and keep going to your videos every time they're notified, they're going to be served more of your videos. So we need to think of ways to help YouTube figure that out. One of the ways you can do that is to use playlists. Be very strategic with your playlists. I use the Visual Suggestion Ladder. That's one of the systems that I use, and I have a video on that. You can catch that over at rosh.video. Uh, you can check on the channel. It's the VSL, Visual Suggestion Ladder. That's one technique, but there are many techniques that work just fine by creating official playlists, letting YouTube know that, hey, if somebody watches this video, this next video is probably the one that is gonna be best, that they'll, they'll really like this next video, and YouTube, especially in the beginning, will start to suggest that. Now, if over time that theory proves out to be wrong and YouTube finds a better video as the next video, your next suggestion will go away. But if it holds on, YouTube will continue to show that video in that playlist as the next video. But again, that is why everything needs to be relevant. One of our biggest goals, as Tim Schmoyer says, get 50% of the people through that video and on to the next video and let them know that there's a next video. So a lot of the conversation about suggested videos is not getting people to watch a video of yours, but getting people to watch multiple videos of yours. What are some of the tools that we can use to encourage people, to help people see more of our videos. Well, we just talked about end screens, right? To get people to watch the next video. Letting people know, saying, hey, I'll see you in the next video. Or cutting off your video in a way that automatically puts them into the next video. To have the answer to the question that you left your video with, well, that's in the next video. And having multiple part series, that's another thing that you can do. The point is using those end screens to encourage them. Now you have some options. You can send people to your latest video or you can send people to the one that YouTube suggests. 
And there are some different, different advantages, or of course you can send people to a playlist. Hey, there's a great idea. Send them to a playlist so they can get into a series of videos or send them to a specific video. So you have options here and there are different reasons for different options. Now, if you are just being kind of lazy, well, you could just say, hey, the best for the viewer. In other words, you're tapping into YouTube suggestion engine. Now, is that the exact algorithm, the same algorithm? I suspect it's, it, if nothing else, it's very much related. So you're using the power of that suggested algorithm to show the video that YouTube thinks is best for the viewer. The next one they would like to watch next that's on your channel specifically. Another option is to send people to your latest video, which is a good option if you have videos that are getting a lot of regular views and maybe you don't have a next video to send them to. But as we know, view velocity is very helpful. And if you could get 10, 20% of the people that watch your other videos to your latest video that day, Again, especially if you have a few videos that are really getting some good traction and they're related to the theme of your channel and you send them to the main video, your next latest video, and that helps the view velocity, that strategy could be very beneficial to you. Another way to get people to the next video is when you have a video which in which there's a drop off. In other words, people maybe halfway through just drop off. Who knows why? There could be many reasons why. It could be a word you use. Maybe you kind of suggested that the main part of the video is over and you're just gonna talk about other stuff and people start to drop off. Well, a little bit before that drop off, you can put in a card. And that card may take people to another related video that they are interested in, which can help save that whole watch time experience, the whole watch time session and they go to another one of your videos and now if they go through that video YouTube has the signal that okay this person went through the entire video it was not the original one that they were on but they watched multiple videos and so there's more reason for them to serve up more of your videos YouTube has the right signals and the more videos you watch obviously the deeper that connection what, what is that exact algorithm? Who knows? But I have a feeling the more videos you watch from a channel, the more videos that somebody watches on your channel, the more likely they're going to see more of your videos in the suggested videos down the road, as well as your homepage and browse features too. I was talking about view velocity early on, and that certainly does play a role in terms of getting you into suggested, especially in the beginning. You may notice once you launch a video that, again, it's only your browse features and notifications and maybe some external sources that are listed, but you're not seeing suggested. But you may see a few videos once in a while in which it started to get into suggested a little bit. And that may be somebody who has been watching your videos and is looking elsewhere and then sees another one of your videos alongside. So in a way, it's kind of your core community still in those early stages. You very well may see people coming in from search if you've optimized your video for search. However, 
as you start to see more and maybe a higher percentage of the views from search, you know you've caught on to something good. You probably have a higher click-through rate and people are watching those videos. And very much so, maybe a good percentage of them are going all the way through your video, 30, 40, 50 or more percent are going all the way through your video and maybe watching another one of your videos. Now, it's not always necessarily that they're watching another one of your videos, but they are certainly staying on YouTube for a longer session. In other words, your video didn't break up that view session. You can always help increase that velocity by sending people on your email list the latest video regularly. And I highly recommend that you do that. I highly recommend that you collect emails and send people on that email list your latest video because you need as many people early on to be notified. And if a good portion of those enjoy videos, if a good portion of the people that are on that email list that is segmented for that channel, if they go there and watch a video or two, that is going to help your overall velocity, which will help trigger a lot quicker, more suggested videos. Remember, we're trying to get past the suggested videos of your core people. However, it is a numbers game. And the more people you can send to that video who are most likely to enjoy that video, it'll send the signals to YouTube that, hey, we could probably suggest, suggest this video out to other people beyond this channel's core community. And that's again is when it starts to take off. If you have a good video and YouTube has enough data to start suggesting it outside of your core community, because remember, YouTube is first gonna take the chance on people who actually know you. And over time, that click-through rate will go down. It does go down over time, and Daryl Eves the other day certainly made it very clear to me that that is what will happen. You need a much higher click-through rate, so you still have a good click-through rate of maybe six, seven, eight, once that video really gets out there in the general mainstream public. In other words, people who don't know who you are are clicking on it. So you probably want 15, 20% click-through rate from your community to start pushing it out further. Now it may be 10%, it all depends, of course, on your competition and how you're doing compared to your competition. And we'll talk more about that with Jeremy Vest from vidIQ in the next podcast. Now something else that has worked well is what has been referred to as a cluster of video channels. And video channels that work together to grow together tend to work really well because if YouTube notices that people who watch one channel tend to watch another channel, they'll start to show videos related to that other channel. We, we've really discussed that already, but you can do this with intention and be mindful of who are your competitive channels. And they don't have to be competitors. You can actually grow together, work together. So if you see a channel that is similar to yours, maybe has some similar connections or themes or philosophies or industry, whatever it may be, reach out to them, talk to them, say, hey, let, let's try and grow our channels together. And if you do that enough, maybe 
mention that other channel in your videos or have them on as a guest and they do the same and you do that regularly. Not every video or even every other video, but regularly. It's just known that your friends, your partner channels, you're supporting each other. Each other's communities will, will support you. In other words, people from who watch your channel will then watch some of the other person's videos. And people from that other channel will start to watch your videos. And again, YouTube will make that connection. So that's really it. We want YouTube to make that connection. In any way we can help YouTube understand what might be the best next video from your channel is really what you need to do. Now, you can connect with other channels, as I mentioned, by agreement, by developing your channels together, being on each other's channels, or just putting your channel or your videos in with other videos related to your videos. So maybe there are a few channels that are like yours. Well, maybe you could put your video in a playlist with some of the other channel's best videos. That's just one hint. It gives people the opportunity to see other videos related to yours, and maybe it'll strike enough nerves within the YouTube algorithm to say, hey, you know what? Every time somebody watches video A of yours, they watch this other video. Maybe it'll work in the reverse. If we show people from this other video your video, they may just send it back over to you. It just depends. They will probably test it. YouTube is always testing. And that's why sometimes a video that's getting a lot of views one day stops getting a lot of views because it was getting suggested traffic from elsewhere and then it stopped. Another video came along and did a better job. But the more you can do with your end screens, the more you can do with a good call to action to send them to the next video, the better off you're going to be. The deeper the level of connection that helps YouTube understand that your video is the next best video to suggest. The Two Blabs podcast is hosted at thetubeblog.com.